Hi, and welcome to Ready, Set, Glow, a podcast where I interview entrepreneurs, brands, and idealists, the people and the stories behind it all. Discover what it took to get started, lessons learned along the way, and the advice they have for you starting on your own journey. So join me and my guests as we talk about all things business, beauty, and brands. I'm your host, Mary Harcourt of Cosmo Glow, as we discover the stories behind the names. Donna Conley is the author of Wild Moon Healing. What exactly is Wild Moon Healing? Stay tuned. We're going to start right at the beginning. We're going to talk to her about how she did it, what it's like to ride the wave of being a published author, and talk about the process. What is the investment? How can you market yourself? To a healing journey that led her to a diagnosis and ability to pull herself out of it. And now she's empowering others to have the same experience through Wild Moon Healing, through her book, through her Facebook group, and soon to be podcasts. Donna, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you today. So tell me, what is Wild Moon Healing? Wild Moon Healing is a book that I just released. It's basically a structure. It provides the structure of following lunar cycles to get in tune with your inner self so that you can heal, learn, and grow and transform your life. This sounds exciting. What is a lunar cycle? Well, in the book, I don't dive too much into like astrology and and too much into the moon. I keep it basic because a lot of people don't know what this is, but it basically follows, I follow the four main um, cycles of the moon. So it starts with a new moon. That's when the sky is dark. You can't see the moon. And then as the moon grows, that's called the waxing cycle. And then you mm-hmm. get to the full moon. And then as it shrinks, that's called the waning cycle. So the wild moon healing follows those cycles and it changes perspective along the way. It's a lot of journaling. It's hard work. It's in work looking at yourself. But each time the moon starts to rotate and grow or shrink, the it's the perspective changes. So what you're looking at is the same data, whatever it is you're healing or learning from, but it's just from a different perspective. That's amazing. So how did you come to really enjoy being a part of this? Well, it really was just my own personal healing journey. Five or six years ago, I was very sick physically um, in the hospital. I, I left with no kind of diagnosis. They were able to rule things out, but were never able to diagnose what was happening with me. And that was the start of it. I, I was also diagnosed with depression and trying to find a therapist, someone that could help me at the time. Now, post-COVID, it's a lot of things can be done over Zoom and things. But then you had to go in to meet with a therapist. And I couldn't find anyone taking new patients, anyone that would work with my schedule. Some of them just never called me back. You know, it was very difficult for me. So I was like, well, I, I know I need to heal So I just started searching for healing modalities and things that I could do myself. And I just kind of developed this thing. And my friends started noticing a change in me. And they were like, you know, so what are you doing differently? And I called it manifesting with the moon. And they're like, okay, tell me more. What is this? 
And so then I created a small group of friends called, we called ourselves the Sisterhood of Wild Moon Healers. And I wrote moon reports and I was telling them about all these things I was learning. And I didn't know it at the time, but those moon reports were becoming the outline for my book. <laughs> Interesting. This is so cool. So when you were sick, what were some of the symptoms you had? You said they never really gave you a diagnosis, but what, what kind of led you to get checked out? Well, the main thing, there's a lot of stuff going on in my life. I write about it in the book. Um, tons of things going on, but literally in less than two months, I gained 80 pounds. So that's a huge cue that something in my life needs to change. So you throw stress, weight gain, and all these things in. My body really started shutting down. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't move. I couldn't hold a conversation. When I was in the hospital, I was just laying in this hospital bed, and the doctor manually lifted my bed like two inches and you can just see all the machines started going crazy. I didn't even move myself. So physically, my body was just like screaming for help. That's crazy. I mean, 80 pounds in two months is a lot. But also, if you're lethargic and can't make it through your conversation, that's terrifying. What is the moment you decided you wanted to write a book? It was actually last July. <laughs> and those moon reports I was talking about, and I was just so excited to teach them what I was learning. I was finding my own words for everything that I was doing. And I remember I sent out an email to them and I'm like, what do you all think about if I turn these reports into a book? And unanimously, they were all like, do it. So the encouragement was amazing. And then how long did the process take from you throwing it out? Hey, what if I did this to actually being published? Well, my brain started firing with all kinds of ideas, right? So I immediately started to structure it as a book. I never did an outline, which if you read anything, that should be the first thing you do for a book. But those reports were my outline, essentially. So I started typing. And then in September, I said, you know, I should probably start a blog while I'm writing this book because this stuff is, is so great. I want to get this information out there. So I launched my first website last September, started blogging while I'm still writing a book. I finished my first draft in December and sent it off to my first editor last December. That's a really fast process, I think. So when you say these reports, what are the reports? Like, what are you studying and finding out and you're so fascinated by that you can't wait to share with everyone in parallel to the moon? Well, it was everything energy. What is energy? Spirituality, chakras. How does this stuff flow through your body uh, and just how it all works? And I started the process that I created. It's, I call it an intention contract. So it's a thing I do every new moon. I come up with my goal. So I have my big long-term goal, but every month I have these mini goals of Okay, this is what I want to do. So I write out at least three action steps. If I take this this month, that'll get me closer to my goal. I journal on specific questions based on that gets more into astrology, which I don't really get into in the book and how the energy is working right now with planetary alignments. I don't go that in depth in the book. So I started asking myself these questions, which became the basis for the program, which is journaling and looking at everything from different angles. And I write myself an affirmation every month and that becomes, you know, my mantra to repeat myself. I put it on sticky notes in the bathroom and everything. So I see it everywhere. 
And so that became the moon report was, okay, here's what's happening with all these lunar cycles, the energy based on astrology. Here's some questions, journaling questions. And then I would always write about the things I was learning about with the different chakras and this and that. And, you know, some of them were like, honestly, Don, I didn't read all of that, but I do tarot spreads and all these things. And so um, they really got into the tarot spreads and the journaling part of it. That is pretty much the basis of the program. I really need to dive more into that whole world because I got, what is it, Reiki before a couple times and I thought it was so powerful. Like I noticed a difference immediately and I would love to dive more into that. When it comes to energy, how do you define energy? Energy is in everything. Everything is made up of energy. So your mood is basically an energetic projection, right? The food we eat. So if you pick up a Snickers or an apple, they're going to have different energetic qualities to them. So someone who is happy is going to be radiating at a high energetic frequency versus someone who is angry. And it connects everything. You know, when you walk into a room and there's that person, you don't even have to see him, but you hear their voice. And it's like, oh, should I just turn around and leave? That's an energetic message to you that this person lowers your energy just by being around them. A lot of times we, we even try to create different stories. It's like, oh, well, I'm being mean. You know, it's like it's not being mean if it protects your energy and your happiness and your health to listen to these messages, which are all energy. I love that. That's awesome. I think it is so important to protect your energy. It is so valuable and people can rob it in 20 seconds and you have to kind of prepare yourself for that. I think sometimes going into, you know, you know, you're going to see somebody that maybe you don't get along with so well, or there's some tension there and being able to prepare yourself and put yourself in the right state, you can own that entire interaction. Yeah. Like being like Thanksgiving's coming up. That's the trigger for a lot of people. Do I go? Do I just not even go home? You know, what do I do? But if you can get yourself mentally prepared to go in and just be yourself and own it and, you know, not let things um, trigger you like they used to, that's what Wild Moon Healing gets you to that state where you can do that because you know yourself and it doesn't matter what anybody else says or does. I love the name. How did you come up with the name? Wild Moon Healing. I, when I named the, the group of friends Sisterhood of Wild Moon Healers, I just kind of meditated on it. I used my pendulum to see if it agreed with names I was coming up with, and it loved Sisterhood of Wild Moon Healers. So when I decided to do my own thing, I just took the sisterhood off and kept Wild Moon Healers because it's it's psychology. It's not woo-woo. It, it really is psychology, but I use the lunar cycles. I can't lose that aspect of what I'm doing. So that's where the name came from. And then that also is where the name from the book came from. And initially it was manifesting with the moon, but a lot of people are saying that now. And there, it was like, well, I'm wild moon healers. So let's call this wild moon healing. That's where the name of the book came from too. I feel like it could be a movie name. It's such a good name. Could you ever transpire what you've gone through, what you've learned, what you're currently practicing and your book into a movie? Absolutely. I actually reference a movie in the book, Groundhog Day with Bill Murray. I think it's in the 80s that came out. And oh, so yeah. this guy, 
every day he's doing the same thing and he's trying everything outside of himself to make it change, right? And then he gets to the point where I can do whatever I want because tomorrow's going to be the same thing. It's not until the end of the movie when he has self-actualization and he realizes, you know, he's vulnerable, he's true to who he is, then he breaks the cycle. And that's pretty much what Wild Moon Healing is. Every day we're doing the same thing and we're unhappy. We're unhappy at our jobs. We're unhappy with our relationships. And but we keep doing the same thing until you go inward, which is what Wild Moon Healing directs you to do and learn about yourself and grow and be confident and love yourself. That's when you break the cycle. So you have your first book down, which is a huge accomplishment. Do you think there'll be more? Yes, definitely. What I'm working on now, well, this year, while in my copious amounts of free time, I have a full-time day job and I'm creating this business for myself. So I launched my first book this year. Last Wednesday, I completed my program at Duke. So I am a Duke certified health and wellness coach. And yesterday I finished a meditation teacher training program through Meditation Magazine. So I am a certified meditation teacher and I'm going to use all of these things to create Wild Moon Healing and coaching programs. So now that my book is launched, I am going to start working on a course. I'll probably try a platform like Udemy or something to put this course out there of what is Wild Moon Healing? How can I make it unique to me? Get the structure down. So I'm going to start working on that now. Writing wise, I've drafted maybe a third of it, but I'm going to make my own Oracle deck, Wild Moon Healing Oracle deck that helps people read their own energy and gives you the message that we all know what we need to do to change, but it's hard to admit it sometimes. And sometimes it's just hard to do it. So the the Oracle deck will help you tap into your own personal energy. This book was based on my emotional, mental healing journey. And all those tests that those doctors ran five or six years ago, they didn't pick up on it. I just learned last month I have Lyme disease and that was what was crippling me. So I've, I've been, you know, slowly came to this place where I can barely do anything. I couldn't make a fist. I had trouble getting upstairs. I just kept gaining weight, weight, and all this stuff and this pain. And the doctors wouldn't really, they didn't, they kind of dismissed it. Like I was looking for some sort of pain medication or something. I want answers. I want to not hurt. That's what I want. So I found out I have Lyme disease. So that's my current personal journey is now I can start physical healing. So I, um, I'm not sure how it's going to play out, if it's going to be a book, if I'm just going to do uh, play it out on YouTube or something. I don't know, but my journey is going to be documented and to show how I do wild moon healing for this in my life. Absolutely. You know, Lyme's disease, I think it just must be so hard to diagnose because I had a really close friend of mine go through the same thing. And it got to a point where the doctors were telling her, you're fine. Um, you seem to just have depression, which you said that the same experience, even to the point that her mom was like, oh, stop, you're just being depressed. You need to get out of this and start doing more things and date more people and get a different job or something. And she's going through this whole inner mm-hmm. struggle of you don't understand what I'm going through. I can't function as a human being. I can't function like the way I used to. What I learned is the difference between Eastern and Western medicine, because my medical doctor tested me for Lyme, but you have these different markers, IgM and IgG. So whether it's active or inactive. So if you go to your primary care physician with your health insurance, they're going to see if it's active. 
If it's not active, then they write it off. Mine has my IgG markers. There's like, I don't know, maybe six of them. All of them are positive, every last one, which means the bacteria is just going into all my joints and I have nerve pain and all kinds of things from it. I've got knee injections. They're like, you have osteoarthritis, you're getting old. I'm like, this isn't a good answer. But yeah, so, you know, that that could become a book or something documented on YouTube, this, this journey that I'm just starting now. And so you feel that your moon healing is helping you through the process? It is. It is. Because I, you know, your doctors tell you what to do, but then how do you fit it in? If you look at, there's a lot that you can accomplish in a month, but you might go through a whole cycle and realize you're doing too much. That's why, you know, if people are tired, what do they do? They reach for like a monster or, you know, Red Bull. If you're tired, you're, that's a message from your body. Red Bull isn't going to help that. So it's, it's learning how to listen to yourself. Maybe you might realize that, wow, I really do spend a lot of time watching TV or playing video games that isn't productive. wonder I'm not reaching my goal. But it's, there really is a lot of time in a month if you really focus and, and see what you can do for yourself in a month. Well, and I think you hit on that too. Sometimes you just have to pay attention to your body and listen to the fact that you're exhausted. You are doing too much and get really clear on the things that you should be doing, want to do. You mentioned goals and mini goals, which I love mini goals. I think, you know, hitting off those little mini goals give you a little inertia and momentum to do more and do more and do more. If you're not hitting your mini goals, you subconsciously, you could just be feeling kind of like you're not reaching your fullest potential. And that can have an effect on your psyche as well. So when it comes to your book, did you find that it is easier to promote or harder than you thought it would be? I, well, I engaged with a company, Prestinely, and I wouldn't have done half the things I'm doing if it weren't for them. I wouldn't know how to do that. <laughs> so it's getting out there, definitely. On Instagram, you know, you've got your content, I've got my blogs, and you can see with Instagram, it's not so exciting when you see a unique hit because it could be a troll, it could be a fake account, all these things. But on Facebook, it's it's actual people because you can go back to see who did it. And I'm starting to, to see a lot more people that engage from different areas of um all over the world and stuff. In my book, when I look at sales, I've had not just U.S., I've had Canada and U.K. sales, which is so exciting. You can't be afraid of social media and Amazon ads and utilizing ads and, and different things. But I've learned a lot that I had no idea when I first started. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like such a, a progression. What? So you work with somebody that helps get the word out for your book? Um, well, Prestinely is teaching me how to do it. They did take over my social media for two weeks before and after my book launch, but every time they gave me some how-tos, my book isn't uploaded yet. That's an error I keep trying to work with, but you know, you have to follow up on all these things too. Readsy was a website that I found, and that's where I found a lot of my book editors and things like that. Someone has picked up my book through that readsy.com to review my book. I just look at all kinds of books that are associated with what I write about, and I send the authors emails. I'm like, would you like to review my book? And I have one so far. Another person was just like, yes, I'd love to check this out. So I'm mailing her a copy of the book. It's, but you have to put in the effort to do that. 
I love it. So for I've, I personally have a goal of writing a book one day, probably not anytime soon, but for the listeners, because I think it's a natural thing for people to look and think about, hey, maybe one day I'll write a book. What does the process cost from having that idea to getting it into a real life book? I'm prob- I've spent a lot of money on it um, because I, I wanted to make sure I put out a quality product. So I'm probably somewhere around 18,000, but I started with the editing process. I didn't know how many different ways you edit a book. So I started with an editing process that I should have done third. And so I had to, I kind of went back and forth and duplicated efforts. So that was my bad. I didn't know what I was doing. So if you want to do it first, you start with the developmental edit, you know, and then you go on through the different edits too, and finally get it proofread. There's a lot of different pieces involved and, and by me engaging Prestinely and that cost includes ads that I've put out there, all kinds of different things. I actually, my book cover was a high school friend. She's very artistic. So I reached out to her. She was the first person that came to mind. So I was like, here's my a synopsis. Do you feel like this is a project you want to work on? Immediately she was like, yes. So we came up with um, a cost and, and so she did a pencil sketch and I, I scanned it in, played with the colors and whatnot, but I felt like she really encompassed that. So to have a book cover that's an actual original art piece as well is different than most books now. It's all digital formatting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that kind of makes my book stand out a little bit more too, I think. Yeah, I love your cover. It's crazy to hear how much it really does cost to launch a book, which I'm glad you said that includes ads as well. So it's the whole process from start to finish, but you're doing it. You did it. You're here and you're starting a really cool thing that people are, they're loving it. What do you think the most fulfilling part of this process has been? Well, just, it's kind of surreal still to see it out there. I I Google myself all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's my book. It's out there. (laughs) I still do it like at least once a week. It's, it's, it's really exciting to be like, wow, I, I created this and knowing that it's going to help people. I just can't wait to get that first letter or email of someone saying, okay, so I I got your book. I did this and this is how my life transformed. I just can't wait for to hear from if it's only one person that just made it all worth it. Well, absolutely. I mean, I'm learning so much. So we kind of touched on this earlier. You, you gave a lot of advice for everyone that wants to write a book. Is there any personal advice as far as just making sure that you start one day and get it finished for advice on others looking to write their own book? Just start writing. You can't write a book until you actually put words on a piece of paper and don't let your mind get into it about what other people are going to think about it. Just write, be you, put it on paper and see where it takes you. I mean, it's so cool. You're an author. I feel like that's such a feather in your hat, you know, like not everyone can say that, but when you've gone down the whole path and you've made quite an investment and now you get to see your book going to hopefully every country, it's gotta be a great feeling. What has been one of your hardest lessons learned in this whole process? Well, I was writing a book about self-love and self-care and I got so focused on writing the book that 
I neglected myself through the whole process, not the whole process, but I'd get off work because I had the, my full-time job. So I'd get off work on Friday, come straight home, sit, and I would type, wouldn't even sleep till Sunday night. I'm like, well, I got to go to work tomorrow. I need to get some rest. And yep, yeah, I would order a pizza. You know, I just, I just never stopped. I, I did that at least three weekends through this entire process. So it was, it's learning how to um, have a cutoff. It's like, okay, this is great, but guess what? Tomorrow's coming and it's still going to be here. I think it's like if I, especially if I was on a train of thought, I didn't want to lose it. But sometimes I went down too far down the rabbit hole too, as far as self-care and stuff is concerned. So that was the hardest thing was just juggling work plus going to school this year and publishing a book this year. And it's, it's tough, especially I think in the beginning because you want to create this. Once it's created, now you can enjoy it, right? But uh, I guess balance was the biggest challenge. Ba I mean, balance is the biggest challenge. <laughs> I don't think there's <laughs> any person that's got it all figured out. Well, where can people find and support you? Where can they buy your book? Um, anywhere books are sold. Amazon has Wild Moon Healing. Last time I checked, Barnes & Noble, if you like a Kindle version, was cheaper than Amazon. And so how does it work when you get books printed? Are you like contracted into a certain amount of books you have to buy or is it you reorder as you need? You sold through your books. Let's reorder some more books. How does that process work? Well, when you order it online, they print it per order. So if you order a oh, wow. book, they print it and mail it to you. So, so there isn't, I don't have like this huge storage of, of books that are being mailed out. That's so cool. Well, everyone go buy her book. Let's learn all about Wild Moon Healing and see if it can do something for us. I'm a firm believer in energy. I think energy is everywhere in this world and it's transferable. And the more that you can harness and keep to yourself, the better of a life you can live because you are understanding how to use your own energy. That wraps up today's episode. For more information on our guests, you can find them at maryharcourt.com under the episodes tab. You can always find me on Instagram at maryharcourt underscore and at the Cosmo Glow Light. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and many more to come. Mm -hmm.